Welcome to another video. I'm James Brower, and I'll be your guide for today. And my intention and hope today is to empower you, professionals, those that are online, small business owners, those that are midlife professionals, anybody that's navigating and trying to work through these extremely exciting, but also sometimes rather intimidating times with these, this ever-evolving world all of a sudden of work and technology, you're who I'm talking to today, and we together are going to go through this journey of trying to figure out how can we traverse, how can we move, how can we journey through this fast-paced current that we keep having to basically stream against. Every day there's a new breakthrough. Every day there's a new technological headline. Every day there's a new shiny object. And it's becoming extremely difficult to figure out how to stay balanced and how to stay focused so that we can succeed in these very interesting times. So in this episode, we're going to dive deep into some of these murky depths and emerge to try to find a couple different pearls of wisdom, we'll say, uh, that'll help you survive the dynamic times, but not just survive. We want you to actually be able to thrive. Buckle up and let's get ready to ride this wave. So. Picture this as we start. You're in a whirlwind, and skills around you are changing faster than a chameleon changes its colors. This is a revolution. This is a skills revolution. Now remember the old days, right? When a university degree, that, was, that used to be the golden ticket to a successful career. Not anymore. In many cases, you don't even need a degree anymore. These times are changing and the landscape of work is also shifting and it's crucial to develop a set of skills, a very diverse set of skills. You need a tool belt of multiple different technological competencies and proficiencies that you can draw upon so that you can tackle the challenges that you're going to face every single day, week, month and years to come. I just came across this today. I thought it was so fascinating. A child born today is going to graduate pretty much in the year 2040. This is presuming that our education system will remain on a track of all 12, 12 grade levels, but we can barely prepare a child for a mode of education in the next year or a few years, let alone 2040. And think about how much is going to change. That's just absolutely incredible. And we really have to remember that we're talking not just for today, but preparing that youth for 2040. This is not about a degree anymore. This is about what you can do and how well you can, in fact, actually do it. We have to now ensure that we are jacks of all trades and we have to master it, at least master a few. And that's going to be the key thing here. So the question then is going to be, who is going to actually invest in these skills? Who's going to help you fill that tool belt? And what's interesting is that the answer is really right under our noses. That responsibility, that really should not be falling just on us. This has to fall on those that employ us, those that will hire us, those that we choose to work for. Because you see, when you invest in people, 
your employees, when you invest in their skills, that becomes what I would argue is a very magical potion. It's like alchemy for economic growth. You're building a workforce that is resilient, it's adaptable, and above all, it's competitive. But in this case, we have to ground ourselves and realize we're not just talking about training programs or online courses. We're talking about trust, a genuine investment, and lots of support from employers. Just imagine that, right? A world where your growth is actually your employer's priority. It sounds like a dream. It sounds like it's a unicorn employer. It shouldn't be like, it doesn't even make sense to me. And yet, so few companies actually put their employers' skill sets, reskilling, upskilling as a priority. They, it just doesn't even make sense to me. They would rather lose an employee and go through the mechanism of having to fill the position, hire for the position, train and onboard for that position with the hope that new employee will come aboard and actually be as competent and proficient and productive as that original outgoing employee. What a lot of time and money to risk. <laughs> it's a life. As opposed to just reskill, upskill, and train, develop, satisfy, retain your original employees. This is a no-brainer. And yet so few companies seem to fully grasp and understand that. It just makes no sense. Now, here's where things get really interesting, almost confusing. And this one, you've really got to brace yourself because there's a tidal wave coming. There is a wave of disruption that is going to redefine, it's redefining right now. Let's be realistic here. But it is redefining the workforce every single day. Get this, by the year 2028, I have this written down somewhere, by 2028, almost half of the skills that we consider important today are said to be not so important then. So prediction? No, it's not. This is coming straight from the Future of Jobs report by the World Economic Forum. Now, let's reiterate this just one more time here. Basically, more than half, just about half of the skills that we are considering important today will not be by 2028. Five years. Going back to the child that's born today, the kid's not even in kindergarten yet. And the skills that we deem important and a priority today are obsolete, irrelevant, not important, not relevant at all. Five years. Five years. That's incredible. Now, this doesn't have to be doomsday. We don't have to look at it from that perspective. We have to keep ourselves grounded and realize this is just evolution. This is a creative disruption. This is what businesses and organizations do as they continue to double down on their own research and development, and they continue to look for ways that are more effective and more efficient to produce output within their company. And they're looking for ways to then leverage and tap into technologies that allow for even more amazing skill sets. And so this is evolution. It's also, though, 
a call for curiosity. This is a time, this is a call for continuous learning for every single individual. For years, I've heard that expression, lifelong learner. Are you a lifelong learner? And I've called myself, I'm a self-proclaimed lifelong learner. But I don't think that it has ever carried the traction. I don't think it's ever really merited the real, true significance as it does today. You, in fact, need to be a lifelong learner, continuously learning. This, this is non-negotiable at this stage. Your curiosity is literally going to be your specific compass for how to navigate through the world of work, the future of work, the future of education, the future of technology, all these various, like your curiosity is literally what's going to keep you moving so that you can continue to try to understand and learn and iterate your ideas and figure out how to make sense of this world around you. That is going to be your guiding light. That's what's going to help you through these uncharted territories in a future job market that we just don't even understand because we can't comprehend because we can't obviously envision what that future job market's going to look like. Five years, five years and almost half the skills that we deem important today, obsolete and gone. It's just unbelievable. Now here is, here's, here's a surprising thought. Okay. Guess who has the upper hand in this entire journey? Who wins in this? Who is positioned to dominate? I, to me, it's somebody that is entrepreneurial. It's an entrepreneur. I mean, you heard that correctly. It's a risk taker. It's today's modern innovator. It's the adventurer. It's the person that is willing to not operate within a box and stay there comfortably because of the safety and the security and the consistency that they get in life. It will be the people that are able and are willing to navigate out and about to figure out how to navigate through this future of work. This is becoming an extremely hard skill at this stage. This isn't. It's not, it's, and it, this is nothing in my opinion that you can actually train or nurture into somebody or just book smart that you could pick up. And I, because I actually, maybe I'm wrong on this. I just don't believe that every single person is naturally born to want or be a successful entrepreneur. I just, I don't believe that I get it. There's people that say that everybody has leadership skills built into them. Everybody has this and we just have to work toward it. And so, yes, don't get me wrong. I'm sure at the core, a person can absolutely mold themselves and push themselves into being a successful entrepreneur. I'm sure it is there, but I feel like there is a, there, there's something embedded in a person, part of their personality that to be an entrepreneur, you are literally willing to move away from the comfortable and be uncomfortable with all the risk in the world that you don't even know if it's in fact going to work, but yet you're willing to take that gamble. 
That's an entrepreneur. That's the world that we currently live in. The rules are not what they were five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Some of the economic principles, some of the stock market, quote unquote, rules and theories, particularly post-COVID and in these technological times and machine learning, these are like all new rules. And we're trying to figure out how they all function and coexist at the very same time. The people best positioned to maneuver through these current amazing and confusing times are entrepreneurs. That's you. Because you want to work and live on the edge. It's why I've named my entire company Leading Edge. We need people, including myself, to stay on the leading edge. Don't ever get comfortable. That goalpost is going to continue to move because everything else in the rest of this world continues to move. We have to stay on the leading edge. We have to remain adaptable. We have to stay resilient. We have to constantly be up for the challenge. But here's the thing. And again, let me reiterate, because I don't want to automatically make outcasts out of those in the audience that feel as if they're not an entrepreneur or they haven't done so. Don't worry about that because I do believe you can adopt that mindset. You could work toward that mindset. It's going to take work because if you've played it safe all these years and not try to disrupt and not try to create new frameworks and systems and models and push for greater efficiency and effectiveness and continue to push back, your natural inclination is probably to play it safe. But if you adapt the mindset, if you can embody that spirit of innovation and adaptability, you certainly can move toward entrepreneurship. And with some practice and success, you're going to make it happen. You're going to stay consistent and persist and have that grit. You're going to have to. And you very well could surprise me, surprise you, and you may end up steering that ship. And you will be the next successful entrepreneur. But again, let me reiterate, I don't think we have a choice. Whether I'm successful or whether you think you're an entrepreneur, it does, it, none of this matters. Five years from now, 2028, half of the skills we deem important today are nothing. We don't value and need them. Five years. That's just, that is unbelievable to me. I had to make an episode today just for that reason alone. It's just wild. So what's the secret sauce? Okay. What's the magic spell to, to thrive? I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. It's to be that entrepreneur. You're going to, we need to rely on continuous learning. We need to practice being as adaptable as possible every single moment we can. And we need to have a whole heck of a lot of curiosity. Question everything, not in the conspiratorial way, although maybe that's not so bad either, but we just have to be curious cats. We've got to try to understand and figure out why does this work? Why does the algorithm work in the way that it does? Why does it push out? How do I dominate the algorithm? At the time of making this episode, we know that Google is about to change the search process to generative search experience. We have to be able to figure out, stay curious. What does it mean? How does that get up to the top? 
What makes it drive? How does that engine work? We have to be able to understand these pieces here. When we converse with a conversational AI chat bot, how is it functioning? How can we create something similar to it? How can we make one that's better than that? All of these are, we just have to remain as curious as possible to try to figure out how to make things more efficient, more effective. How can we maybe put our spin on it? That curiosity, that, that need for continuous learning, that need for staying adaptable, that is what is going to fill up your tool belt. That's how you're going to get through this massive tidal wave of change that's going to come crashing on down on us. That's how we dominate. That's how we become a lifelong learner. That's how we face these challenges head on. And we don't have an option. We have to be prepared to. So are you ready? Are you ready? Ready to dive? Become the master of your fate, not working for another company, not feeling as if that's the safe and easy way to go, especially in a day in the Wall Street Journal today, they were talking about this mass exodus of white collar jobs. You have to be nimble. You got to be ready. You have to be prepared to survive, but thrive even more important. You can't just be a passenger. You have to be the captain. You got to be moving that ship. That's where you're going to dominate and make it. Hold on to that feeling too, when you experience it, when you feel it, because that is your future. That's going to be what you need to do. If you liked this journey, I encourage you smash the like button, subscribe, download, drop a comment, wherever you heard this particular episode, whether it's through the YouTube channel, podcast, shorts, whatever it is, drop a comment, enjoy. I'd love to hear your comments in response to today's topic. There's anything of interest in the future, do also let me know. I've got more insights and collectively we've got wisdom together, right? We got some more adventures for us to tap into. Definitely be sure to subscribe to the channel and join me in exploring topics related to the future of education, future of work, future of tech, future of ourselves, basically, and how we're going to embrace these waves of change. I'm James Brower. Until our next episode, I encourage you to stay curious, stay adventurous. They're ready for the future. And as always, let's go out and connect, learn, and share.